Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. 80 miles. Cruiser. Road rage. Shotgun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yagers. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, oh, this is a couple more. It's a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> Riders. That's what the one. Riders. That's it. Welcome back, y'all. Family. Friends. Loved ones. You're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy, A. Hota. And it's me, your girl, Nikki Kirk. You really trying to figure this thing out. I don't know why you <laughs> wait to the fourth season to try to change how you address yourself. But what's wrong sure, with that? You like it. You like it. It's weird. It's, it always is always weird when you try to throw a wrench into something. It's only you know, weird to you. No one else has a problem. No one that you know has a problem. That's, <laughs> that's the difference. That's the difference. It's definitely weird when you try to change something up after continually you know what you should change up though on some real yeah you know what i'm saying i ain't want to really kind of go into it too too heavy so it ain't about that but you should change up when you plan on taking me out on a date son that's what you should be doing Better. so uh just mm-hmm. real quick just real quick before we get into our advertisements, I went running today. As y'all know, I run pretty regularly, and because my HR uh, decided that it was time for me to change in my phone, my work phone, I am trying to run now with this slightly larger, slightly more thicker phone. I almost died today, y'all. I just want to go ahead. Yes, I can. No podcast episode today because of my HR. And mm-hmm. you know, this is the same, same young lady that, you know, we went to witness her wedding in, in the beautiful Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And, you know, shout out from time to time, Miss Farr Williams or Miss Farr Freeman. Uh, but at any rate, because she forced me to change my phone, I almost died today. I'd have been sitting down there on the ground trying to squeeze the SOS button on his iPhone, because I wouldn't have made it, you know? And they ain't had nothing to do with no cars or nothing. So the way they pave roads that don't have sidewalks is usually the line is straight, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the concrete is straight. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So you could be running along the edge of the line and the line be just like maybe six or seven inches away from the edge of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Today in particular, I went to step over the line because I don't want to be running in the street, you know what I mean? But I usually run along that little buffer, lo- buffer zone between the line and the grass. And the concrete wasn't there. And I almost rolled my ankle and fell into the woods. I probably would have got bit by a snake that would have been probably poisonous and died. It was it was a lot of probables, but I felt like I was about to lose my life, so. Hilarious. No, it's not hilarious. I blame far that's what i'm blaming today but i'll say that to say i still recovered and my split pace was still seven minutes and one second so i picked it up after i almost you know bit the dust but you know <laughs> that adrenaline was kicking in 
right. That adrenaline and, and that euphoria from almost having lost my life. You know, I had I got one life to live. Plus that, along with, you know, some three six mafia plan kinda helped me push through, you know, on the on the heavy heavy run side of the game. So, you know, anyway, guys, I wanna go ahead and send a shout out to Sheree jones.com that's s-h-e-r-i-e j-o-n-e-s.com uh, you can check her out for the latest and greatest of fashion apparel clothing custom made clothing that you can get this side of the mississippi riff riff you know um i have seen a lot of great work that she has put forth for people and you know she does t-shirts as well she does a number of things she stays busy so guys if you have that need for a custom timeless piece my suggestion is you hit her up at sheriejones.com and get a quote especially with the holidays coming up um, homecoming and such also I would like to send another shout out to welive2.bigcartel.com welive2 is a company started by Nikia Brown based out of Baltimore for all of your fitness apparel now, if I'm not mistaken, she has waist trainers. She has uh, compression pants because I was told not to call them spandex. Um, does she do the sports bras too? I'm not sure. Does she, I don't know. Yeah, she I think she has a, a couple of uh, suits that come with sports bras and the, um, the leggings. So it's like a set. So, yeah, she does. Okay, so you can call them leggings, but I can't. Got you. And then also I think she does hats. <laughs> gloves and belts and stuff like that too so you know definitely check it out for all your fatness your fatness your fitness that's two words fashionable fitness apparel with your fashionable fitness apparel okay <laughs> also check out believer candles based out of houston texas that's miss porsche out there striking it up with all of the, the latest and greatest wonderful scents of candles that's busy believer candles through etsy as well as through instagram and last but not least i want you guys to go ahead and check out my guy at choose better for you that's choose better for you llc based out of charlotte north carolina and simply put it is therapy for the culture here's a, a, another fine point about uh the young man that that owns operates choose better for you llc is he has book he's an he's an author as well so i'm currently reading uh one of two of the books that i know he has so it's called queen city life i can't remember the subtitle of it but i will have that next time i promise and uh it is quite interesting so far to say the least so based off based out of charlotte books based out of charlotte practice based out of charlotte 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 everything right Y'all know that's right. Miss Nikki Kurt, what you got for me? All right, y'all. And y'all know I'm coming to you with that organic, all natural skincare. No, it's good product, you guys. She does not test on animals. For all you guys that love the animals and the PETA, this is for you. It's natural. It's homegrown. It's a small business. And she tests herself. Every batch of product that she makes and puts out before it hits your shelves. So y'all, if you want to get some natural face care and skin care, please check out WS Natural Products. It's by my girl Sharice and you can find all of the masks, creams, everything you need at www.wsnatural.com. 
www.nikkiproducts.com. Okay. All right. So y'all definitely go and check that out. Ms. Nikki Kerr, tell them where you can reach us if they want to contribute or so into our program here. Yes, of course. Now, if you guys want to reach us, of course, y'all always free, feel free to comment on our recordings. Feel free to go online and check us out on Facebook at the 80 Mile a Minute Show, on Instagram at the 80 Mile a Minute Show. And of course, we both have cash apps and that cash app can be contributed to our show. Help us get our names out there, you guys. Dollar sign N-I-C-C-I-K-U-R-T or dollar sign J-K-J-1020. That's a no, that's that's incorrect. J K J O N E S. Oh, one zero two zero. She about to have somebody else. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. Don't send it to the wrong person, please. Don't send it to the wrong person. J K J O N E S. Ten twenty. It's always dollar sign. Every every cash app is a dollar sign. I know, but you messed that one. That's dollar sign. J K J O N E S. One zero. Two zero. I don't even say ten twenty. I say one zero two zero. One zero two zero. Got it. That's just a little bit, you know, slow in the game. You know, make sure that hey, slow people can contribute money too. Make sure that you know y'all know where y'all sending the money. (laughs) All right, now we got a pretty budding topic today. Uh, We want to go over a few things that you know that I'm very proud of. I will say that you know, just as being in proximity. It's also very proud to be able to have kids that participated in a program. But today's topic is fun. What we got today? All right, you guys. Today's topic is SBI 2.0. That's a all right. And that is for all you listeners. S as in shank, not <laughs> F as in federal. Okay, S. B-I. Did you say 2.0? I did. Oh, my goodness. No, it's not 2.0. SBI Chapter 2. Oh, you said 2.0. That's how I wrote it down. You wrote the wrong thing. Because remember, I was telling you I didn't want to use 2.0 because it made it seem like it was a whole nother program, which it wasn't. It's the second second chapter. Okay. just this well, is ba- basically Sheree's growth with this thing, you know what I'm talking about? So, I am proud to say that SBI has been one of the most refreshing summertime adventures for my kids. They um, they always seem to have a great time, first and foremost, being leaders because, you know, they've with, you know, sewing and things like that, first and foremost. In most cases, a lot longer than most of the other kids, but they always find it. Um, I don't know. They find it to be a great thing to have that kind of an impact on other kids where they can be looked up to, you know, especially the smaller one because, you know, she's short. So it's always good when she's yeah, a little person up. complex. Yeah, that Napoleon complex. She's going to turn around one day and look look around and actually be like five, nine. Like, I don't remember how I got this tall, but. It is what it is, you know. But uh, but no, like I, I'm glad that they were able to participate in that. I'm glad they were able to participate in that as well as the other things that they had going on over the summer, you know. And it actually worked out. I want to talk specifically 
about how good this showcase was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Were you were you expecting a showcase like this? Honestly, I was not. Like I was expecting kind of similar to last year when they came out and they they showed off their pieces. But I mean, the way they walked that runway, honey, you would have thought they was professional models. Do you hear me? Well, without giving away too much information, you know what I'm saying? What was your favorite part? You know what I'm saying? The the overall. But we want to say some. We want to say something. I'll lose something. The my favorite part of the overall showcase. Yeah. Um, the food. How about that? Okay. Yeah. That's that's very not bad the showcase. <laughs> no, that but was, it was a it I was mean, really I, creativity you know, though. I will. Everybody's say, very creative. I will say that there are some chefs that had to debut some of the a supreme dishes that day, you know, and I myself did have the uh, responsibility of contributing a little tights to it, you know what I'm saying, with, with the infamous side, you know, but we'll, we'll talk about that later on. What we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, right? And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit more detail as to how with FBI. That's fair? Sounds like a plan to me. You guys are having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy, Hey Holter. And it's me, Nikki Kurt. Right here on Anchor.fm. Cherie Jones LLC is a black owned business. And with that, I do quite a few things as far as print production for t-shirts, alterations, custom garments are are what I'm really known for, Uh, and uh, flat pattern technical design. And this summer I'll be hosting a So Be It program from June 29th to August 21st for girls ages eight to 13. It's a developmental program, um, not just a sewing program. So they'll learn all types of skills that they can tap into to use right then and there for this upcoming school year, how to, you know, talk to the parents and just communicate with their parents. So that's that. I can be found on Facebook, Sheree Jones, LLC. And that's Sheree, S-H-E-R-I-E, Jones. Um, On Instagram, same thing, Sheree Jones underscore. And the website, www.sheriejones.com. Cash app, dollar sign, Sheree C. Jones. In these unprecedented moments, whether it be through trauma or isolation, when times are stressful and you feel like you need a listening ear, a clear direction, therapy is a superb alternative to the potentially negative habits people sometimes turn to. There's Shoes Better For You PLLC. Choose Better For You provides mental health services for individuals, couples, and families. Choose Better For You is a minority-owned private practice located in East Charlotte at 3126 Milton Road, Suite 232, at a cross-section of W.T. Harris, Chan Amity, and Milton Road on the second floor above ETLR. They're currently accepting new clients servicing North and South Carolina residents, processing EAP benefits, private insurance, and self-pay. Check out Shoes Better For You at www.choosebetter4theletteru.com or call their appointment line at 704-930-0680. 
You can also inquire by email at choosebetter, the number four, the letter U, at gmail.com. Choose Better For You, PLLC, because when you know better, you do better, but only if you choose better. All right, 80 Mollers, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And they said, welcome, welcome. No, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy. And your gizzard, Nikki Kerr. Right, you mentioned let me say, hey, Holter, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> so, before we left, because you be trying to jump in, like, I feel like. You used to tell me I came in too late, so I be trying to be right on cue. Stop me from being great. It is what it is. So before we left, we were talking about your favorite about the SBI program, and you said the food, and I was like, that's going, you know, ruffle some feathers because I'm sure, despite how good the food was and how good looking the people that made the food was, you know, um, it's just you know not the important part of the show. However, <laughs> I do realize. I gotta eat, but I do realize that you know, um, you were trying to hold back so that we could wait for our very timely special guest. So, I want to go ahead and introduce not only you know, what I'm saying the, the highly student, highly esteemed former Stevenson College graduate, hostess, entrepreneur, business lady trumpet player, former All-American softball player for Polly, you know, the person that made the Nike swoosh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, the young lady that made Kool-Aid say, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put your hands together, uh, what do we call them, shotgunners, put your hands together, shotgunners, for the lovely. Jones.com. Right. right. How are you, Cherie? Did I forget some of your accolades or did was I right on cue? I didn't make the Nike swoosh and I was a bench warmer for the softball team at Poly. So <laughs> You know what? That's not I'm just saying. That's not that just was never my forte. It wasn't Except- even like I wanted to be good. I just wanted to try to see if I could make the team. You was not yeah. a bench warmer. You were a, a integral player. I right. refuse, refuse to believe. You know, no. I think I, honestly, I think I was just there to get the free soccer. I mean, soccer. I don't even know what I played. <laughs> to get the the uniform. Oh, they had real? like Under Armour socks and Under Armour. Um, what's the like the Under Armour um, like thermal shirts and stuff? stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's like Impressing this basic, just how they sold it to her. They was like, "Look, girl, you ain't got to play for real, like, but you get they do yeah, all this free stuff." Hey, and you know, I was already swag. in the clothing, so it was just like, save less. <laughs> Don't worry about me catching no balls in the outfit. I'm, let y'all know this right now. I'm not the best player. That's not what, what I'm here for. What position did you play? How do we even get? What position did you play? 
I, do, I was short stop. Uh, you were definitely short, so yeah, I guess that worked. <laughs> but right. I never had to do nothing, so. Senior year, right? Um, I think it was my sophomore year, and then I tried to get in on my junior year, but they cut me from the team, but I would go to the practices anyway. They knew what your game was. It was like, you just here for the free stuff. Right. <laughs> we, we out here trying to make the playoffs, and you out here trying to you know, add, get clothing added to your wardrobe. Right, you trying to get free wristbands and, and eye markers. That's not cool. Hilarious. It is what it is, though. But no, um, definitely, 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 uh, some other dope accolades that you've accumulated. You know, with your time with uh, with the kids and even mm-hmm. the time spent without the kids. You know what I mean? Plotting and scheming, and I think that's a bad connotation. And developing, yeah, planning and developing and researching and improving on programs and things that you saw fit to start last year, right? That you founded upon this year, and so I didn't get to answer the question last time because I kind of set Nikki Kurt up with you know, I just wanted to hear her talk about food, but um. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It wouldn't even matter. <laughs> she was gonna say food one way. You didn't see how she inhaled the plate. It was um, ridiculous. I came back thinking I was gonna get seconds, but I was helping a baby out, and she came back. She had me back there too long. Came back, all the food was put away. I was like, "What the what the?" No, the food what? wasn't put away. <laughs> the food was eaten. It was gone. It was different. Yeah. I was told well, I could put away. And people's stomachs. That's right. You know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, was sitting there, I was sitting there eating the baby salmon. I was like, oh, she ain't going to want this. You know, and then uh, one, she of, one came of the back looking for her plate. No, she didn't, actually. She just wanted bread. And she really, honestly speaking, the entire time she was eating, she wanted to go and sit with the girls. Uh, she, didn't really, she didn't really care about the food too much, except, well, after the bread was gone, she didn't care about the food too much. But, um, but then she's seen the girls cutting up. She's like, oh, I want to go over there. Can I go over there? And I was like, you got to eat your green beans first. So that's one of the stipulations that I put, I enforced. And she ate her green beans. And she was like, now can I go over there? I was like, not yet, you know. But you can once they get ready. She said, okay. You know. So. Right. You but know, anyway. my honorary student. She came, to, she came to class every day. I know. For maybe like two classes. But she was like, um, she came to class before class started. So she was like an early bird student. And then her um, grandmother would pick her up before class started. It was a couple of times where she did um, stay through most of the class or through all of the class. So I want to say maybe like two classes she stayed twice, Mm -hmm. like the whole time. And she didn't really well. She would just sit and watch. You know what they call that, though. That's the understudy. That's what that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so she was sitting and watched. Uh, one Wait. class I actually intended for her to stay, and she mm. had. She always had something to do. Like she had um, fabric that she would color, or uh, it was like a bandana that had all these little pets on it that she would color. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, then she had. Then one class she actually did the tie dye with the girls. She really liked that, so she dyed her. That shirt that she modeled was her creation. She did oh, it herself. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
so she was in class. She definitely was in class, but um, she did try to distract the girls a little bit. Because <laughs> she, uh, it wasn't in a bad way. It was just during that time that was when it, that was like either the time where she would be just waking up from a nap or uh, she didn't have a nap. So uh-huh. she would be moody. So I would try to like cue her nap time like around two o'clock. So she'd have at least two hours to sleep and then take her to class. That way she would be either sleep still or ready to go. In a better mood. Once she had her snack, she was good to go. She was um in a better mood. She would watch the girls and then she would notice that they would be and she was able to talk about the stuff that we were doing too, so she would be like, I want to go to SBI. And I'd be like, "You, you it's not, you know, it's for big girls. And I, I hate saying big girls and older girls. Because then she would be uh, in this mindset of, oh, I can do it. I'm I'm going to do it when I get bigger, okay? I'm going to be bigger like my sisters. And I would always tell her, like, you're the perfect size, you know. Take your time. Right. She's right. saying now, I'm going to grow. I'm like, oh, right. right. You're growing right. now. And I know you're talking about SBI, and we've been saying SBI the whole time. Oh, the so too. I was going to say, tell us what SBI actually stands for. So, SBI stands for So Be It. It's a developmental program for young ladies ages 8 to 13, where they learn personal development through sewing curriculum and how to be the best version of themselves and how to show up for themselves. That way they can display that through um, school, through this upcoming school year with family, friends. Uh, so yeah, the So Be It program. So, so Be would, It. Would you would you consider, I mean, and, and this is just, you know, an uh, earnest question, I suppose. Would you consider it a precursor to like a trade? Because I know I, I, I see and understand the social aspect of it, you know, um, because the girls do get an opportunity to fellowship, so to speak, with, with a lot of young ladies, whether they, they know them or they don't know them, whether they've met them or they don't or they haven't met them or, you know, whether they're from the same types of, uh, I guess, cut from the same cloth or not cut from the same cloth. I'll put it that way. Um, but as far as... Um, giving these guys, uh, guys, I'm so sorry, giving these young ladies the opportunity to kind of desire to do certain things in a trade format. Is that, would you consider this a precursor to a trade? So I wouldn't say it's a precursor to a trade. I would say it is a trade because in a sense, they're learning, learning a trade. Mm-hmm. So when they come in, they they for the most part the girls already know how to work the sewing machine, mm-hmm. which is a trade. Um, and I can't even say like it's a prerequisite. It's because they're learning what what's needed. They they know the basics. It's up to them to you know carry out with it, carry through with it, or you know take it further. Of course, yeah. they come back the next summer. We're gonna take it up another notch, but. Um, you know, it's up to them to actually take interest in it throughout the school year. But that's mm-hmm. not really as important as their developmental skills that they that they learn. 
I feel like that's more important to me because I can always teach you how to sew. You can always learn how to sew on YouTube or, you get what I'm saying? Like, I teach you the basics. Mm Yeah, I have resources at your fingertips where you can YouTube something. You know how to thread the machine. You know how to operate the machine. You can use YouTube to walk you through a tutorial or something. But YouTube isn't going to teach you how to uh, communicate effectively to get your point across without being that stereotypical black female. Um, It's not going to teach you how to show up for yourself when other people think the worst of you or um, when other people don't see the value in you. YouTube isn't going to tell you that. So that's what I focus on. Gotcha. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, I see you becoming, so to speak, a mentor, a leader amongst the young ladies, um, you know, in that age range, in the younger age range, which is good because they need something, somebody to be able to look up to. Everybody doesn't have that um, figure in their lives to show them or, you know, that this is what can be done or have that mentor, you know, somebody to look up to to say, hey, look. You don't have to do it like they did it. We can start our own way. You know, we can make our own stuff and be our own people. Um, So have you always liked and enjoyed working with the youth? Um, Have I always liked working with the youth? I think it's crazy because if you were to ask uh, my daycare provider, she would tell you that when I was like, what, seven I will always say I want to be a daycare provider, and she would be like, "No, baby, that's not that's not the job <laughs> you want to get into." That's not what you want, <laughs> right? And she would say that. So it's it's interesting to see how even at a young age that has always been something that's been on my heart, um, the young people, and I think it's because. It's quite a few factors that play into it, like why I go so hard for them or why I like to, why I don't mind doing it. And I think it's because of the support system that I have and the family that I come from and wanting to share that with other people that don't have that access to that Um, because love is free, right? Mm -hmm. You just have to give it out if you know how to give it out. And so that's one aspect. And then like when I was growing up, I've always been involved with with young people like whether it was girl scouts whether it was the dance ministry whether it was um uh i said this the last time whether it was the the group at school best friends it was always some type of female group that i was involved with where i had a support system i had uh liable reliable sources to go to when i had questions whether it was about life whether it was about puberty whether it was about Um, how to do certain things, job interviews, how to search for apartments, whatever the case was, I had someone to go to. And there's a lack. There's a lack in this time for, in this day and age for, uh, it's a lack of that for young ladies. I can't really speak about men. People ask me all the time. It's a a lack for men too, but... No, but I'm saying like, I can't really speak for men because I'm a young lady. I don't know how to right. live my life as a as a female. So it's just like, you know, because people will be like, well, what about the guys? It's just like, they have stuff out there for them too. You just have to I would, to To the people that would say something to that effect, like, what about the guys? I would ask that question right back. What are you doing for them? 
you know, right. because and that's there the are, thing too. Because they, like you said, there are a lot of people that do put in hard work and good work to make sure that they look out for the for the young men, uh, the, the young warriors in the world that are next in line. That you know, they they have several events from right. learning how to learning how to groom yourself to learning how right. to change your oil and you know just giving you. Uh, uh, ample opportunity to become a man you know so for somebody to ask you that kind of a question I kind of find that offensive because there there are no shortage of programs for for young men and and at the same time there are you know what I mean for for men of color I guess I was about to say um, uh, valuable programs Mm -hmm. where you know you don't have to worry about the young man getting fussed at or I don't know. Like, I think sometimes people's approaches are different. Yeah. Uh, where with my program, and I can say this because it's my program, um, the girls come in and for the most part, I'm not I'm not telling them everything that they're doing wrong. Right. I'm showing them the their opportunities of growth. And when I when I put it out there, I put it out there as if it's a as if it's a group task, like, well, how can we get this person on board with everyone else? And right. it's not to the point where they're embarrassed about things or um, they don't want to be there anymore, where I feel like with young men, especially young men of color, it's the, it's the stigmatism where they feel like they're troubled just because they're joining a program like this or just because they they need to, you know, be a part of a developmental program. And so it's just like boot camp style. And it's just like, it's, that's not necessary. <laughs> you well, know what I'm saying? I, I, like, I would, I would, I would beg to differ and say it may be necessary, you know, cause it, you never know. You never know the walk of life that that individual yeah. has before they entered into that program. And so I, I should honestly, say it's not always necessary, not depending always on where the person. Because exactly. I mean, they, we could make that same argument for you know our upbringing and things like that. But the reality is, although I didn't always agree that I should have to go to every church service, going to every church service kept me out of every street corner. You know right. what I mean? Growing up, and they gave me an opportunity that I didn't realize that I was going to need to have, which the main opportunity would have been just being alive, you know? So um, I I say that to say, and not to detract away from that, but, you know, we we enjoyed thoroughly just the the growth of some of the young ladies that were there last year. Yeah. And to see see the creativity and not even the creative, because, you know, I mean, for me, fashion and art is, is passe, you know. I'll, I'll take it how I how I get it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more impressed. To be honest with you, I'm more impressed with how much confidence was exuded yeah. from start to, from start to finish. And if right. I can if I can say what my favorite thing about this, and I'll ask you yours as well as the host. But my favorite thing was that despite the awkward feelings that they may have had going into you know, um, this program and knowing what they were going to have to do from start to finish and knowing that they had to have this collective of clothing that they had to create and still being able to go up there, showcase it, be overly bashful or noticeably nervous about it was was incredible to me. I mean, even to the point where 
like even the baby, you know, couldn't wait for her moment, you know, and, and slow walked it and did her little thing at the end and came back and then she snuck back up there again, you know, with the same clothes on, which I think is was, <laughs> I thought was funny, you know. I was like, You ain't even change your clothes. You could at least It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but but the level of confidence I was so thoroughly impressed with, you know, and yeah. I'm excited to see that continue to grow. And it wasn't even like it was an attitudinal or, you know what I mean? Because right. I think I think that's the stigma that most guys get. I don't know about mm-hmm. women, but most guys get when when you hear about oh, a young woman is a model or you hear that she's yeah. in a modeling agency. Mm-hmm. It comes mm-hmm. along with that that mental stigma. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's yeah. a snob. Yes, she's not down to earth for you know but we know these young ladies and you know even even with those models that we were speaking i was speaking on somebody knows them to be down to earth at least Mm -hmm. right yeah but the the connotation that they were up there they were having fun they were confident in what they were wearing and they were also confident that they had the right type of support going and coming and i I love that you know but if i if i can ask you what was your favorite part Nikki, Kurt's favorite part was the food. <laughs> my favorite my- part was the runway. What you talking? Okay, I did like the food, but my favorite part of the actual show was the runway. Okay. Anyhow, Nikki back thought, to you, Shuri. Nikki thought that she was going to a, a show on uh, New York Fashion Week. I know? did. I was like, listen. I was telling Sheree, I was like, listen. I got my blazer. I could put my heels on. Then I was like, no, oh. these is kids. Maybe I should tone <laughs> it down just a bit. <laughs> Nikki Kurt. Nikki Kurt though she was at Casino Live. But I was so excited. I was like, "Yes, it's a fashion she show." She back there with the all you can eat buffet in Casino <laughs> Live. That's what she thought she was going. To. <laughs> but, 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 but go ahead tell us what your favorite part was so I think my favorite part um, remains the same it's always the end where uh, I get to hear what the girls learn because working with them can be challenging um, because everyone comes from different environments and just because I'm teaching this stuff doesn't necessarily mean that it's being reinforced so sometimes it's a struggle with going back and forth with the with the student like no mm-hmm. we talked about this last class you get what i'm saying so right, right, right just to like put that effort into it and not know if it's being digested or not is always like a bit a big fear of mine um mm-hmm. because it's just like you know i'm not telling you this because it makes me look good. I'm telling you this because you need this to survive. You know what I'm saying? Right. And sometimes you don't know how well it's being digested or perceived until the end when they do say, oh, well, you know, I learned, um, like one of the young ladies said that I learned it's if I'm dealing with something, I have to let it out so that someone can help me going forward to get over the challenge or to get over the problem, to find a solution to the problem. And it's just like, I say that every day, but yep. you don't know if they're listening or you don't know, like if it's being absorbed until they're put on the spot and they have to use it. Mm-hmm. So that's always my favorite part to hear what it is that they like a takeaway for them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's what's up, man. I mean, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I'm sure that the, the audience felt felt the same way that we felt. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and I have a couple more questions. I don't know if Nikki Kurt 
ask any more questions. She might just be trying to figure out what we about to eat for dinner. Um, <laughs> Y'all not going to make me into this fat person that only think about food now. Hey, listen, I was bragging on you earlier today. When uh, Shout out to my co-worker, Ms. Angela. You know, I was bragging. I said, you know, she runs two miles now, you know, and she doesn't have to take breaks. And she was so impressed. You know, <laughs> go ahead. The struggle, has been you know. the struggle has been real. Yeah, I didn't tell her the time frame or nothing like oh, that. Oh, I'm slow. Wanna, it ain't no fast. I didn't know because I didn't want to. I didn't want to come back with a negative right after giving a positive. So, you know, right. But but the time frame is changing. It's always going to change because the, yeah. the more consistent you do something. Just like sewing and, and being confident, and you know, right. the more consistent. I was gonna say, at least you, at least you run. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. You know. So, guys, you're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy A Hota. and your good girl Nikki Kurt. That's right. And our extra special guest, Miss Jones.com. You know what I'm saying? Here on Anchor.fm. Okay, so if you haven't heard by now, Anchor is probably the easiest way to go about making yourself a podcast. Let me explain exactly how that works. The first thing you really need to know, the Jonas is free, okay? It doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. I mean, there are some creation tools that can allow you to record and edit right there on the actual podcast app, right from your phone or your computer or, you know, your tablet or whatever else you got. And then Anchor... They'll take your podcast once you publish it and they'll distribute that joint for you. And it'll go across platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., 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 blah, blah, blah. Now, the biggest part about this thing is you can actually make money from your podcast and you don't have to have any minimums of your listenership. I repeat, there are no minimum on your listenerships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In these unprecedented moments, whether it be through trauma or isolation, when times are stressful and you feel like you need a listening ear, with clear direction, therapy is a superb alternative to the potentially negative habits people sometimes turn to. There's Shoes Better For You PLLC. Shoes Better For You provides mental health services for individuals, couples, and families. Shoes Better For You is a minority-owned private practice located in East Charlotte at 3126 Milton Road, Suite 232, at a cross-section of W.T. Harris, Sharon Amity, and Milton Road on the second floor above ETLR. They're currently accepting new clients servicing North and South Carolina residents, processing EAP benefits, private insurance, and self-pay. Check out Shoes Better For You at www.choosebetter4theletteru.com or call their appointment line at 704-930-0680. You can also inquire by email at choosebetter4theletteru at gmail.com. Choose Better For You, PLLC. Because when you know better, you do better. But only if you choose better. Yo, it's Haiki Ike, and you're listening to my song, F*** With Me, out now on all platforms.
Yeah, oh, yeah Know they can't do it like this I know they can't do it better than I am a veteran I've been stacking this cheddarman Still rapping won't notice me for veterans Nice to die, I'm a swearing, I settling All of my business is swear to be meddling I'll they losing, eight numbers is lessening I'm on my problem, my shit's still developing Yeah, they can't fuck with me, not at all, yeah Like, they can clear up more, yeah Gotta get it now, I'll never stop, yeah Lot of weight on me, I'll never fall I've been on top for a while, no one taking my spot They ask me when I'm gon' drop Telling me that I'm an essay and I'm gonna pop Getting these bitch by the fly I need that push with the hoist, just take all the time If I drop, it's a bop I don't know why they want hate, tell them get on my c- Like I've been making my bands Boy, you bitch better get crammed Welcome back, welcome back, cruisers. You're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy, A Hota. And your gazelle, Nikki That's right, and our special guest, ShereeJones.com. Uh, even though her business name is actually Sheree Jones. We add in the ShereeJones.com so that y'all That's can right. keep hearing it. Go and right on to that website. Somebody's going to be like, all right, let me check out ShereeJones.com because this is S-H-E-R-I-E-J-O-N-E-S. And yes, I was pivotal in helping her get these names. So let's, let's, let's ShereeJones.com, all right? Cause, uh, check it out, check it out. That's right, that's right. So uh, when we when we last left, we basically told everybody our favorite things and, you know, we talked about the program in its entirety. There was a new wrinkle to the program this year that I thought was pretty interesting. And um, I just wanted to know, even with, with the new wrinkle, well, let's let's talk about the new wrinkle firstly. You know, okay. you were you were working through the city of Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken, and they allow for you to do exactly what? Uh, so I worked with um, Baltimore City to be a vendor for Parks and Recreation where they offered my program to the people in that community or to whoever really all you had to do was sign up and you could take the you could partake in the program so with that I was placed at Patterson Park where I had sessions two days a week same as if I was doing it on my own for two hours Um, and then the course of it was six weeks instead of seven weeks so less time and then this time frame was of course less time than I had last summer as well so doing it on a tighter time frame okay okay now does that does that um, and this is one isn't one of my questions but does that give you um precedent over next year or does it does it give you a gateway to a larger base program or, or you know some sort of state or city funding so right now I've had um, some inquiries about being taken on as a vendor again for the fall um, okay. so I'm kind of like waiting for a response with that um, someone well the the lady the young lady that actually found a program and told me about going through Baltimore City. She wants me to do it again at the fall, but at a different recreation center. So the way it works is the different directors have say in who, what program is at their recreation center. So this time I was at Patterson Park, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be at Patterson Park again. Um, so especially if it comes in the fall. So I'm kind of waiting for funding, but I do have 
a lot of buzz in my ear about uh, making the program a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and you know, trying to see like what what all that entails. Because sometimes, sometimes having a nonprofit doesn't necessarily mean that it's beneficial. It's just you are like you have to figure out what's the best way about running your program. Just because mm-hmm. it's a nonprofit doesn't mean that it's oh, well, you know, I have a nonprofit. No, it's not, you know, sometimes it has pros and cons depending on what it is that you're trying to do. Right. So um, sitting down and talking to someone that is uh, expertise or someone that is more um, educated in that realm would be beneficial. So I do have, I do plan to do that soon just to see what my options are for okay. funding because most of the time when you do have nonprofit, you can get funding. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, so my 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 one of my questions that I did want to ask that I yeah. have to ask is, what is your biggest takeaway from your experiences this year and last year collectively? Collectively, my biggest takeaway is that uh, <laughs> parents want parents want their children to want the program or want to be a part of the program Mm -hmm. and even though they want their children to be a part of the program doesn't necessarily mean that their children want to be a part so whenever I do have open house that's something that I make clear like if your child is not interested you not force them to do it I understand that it's a developmental program but at the same time it's not a behavioral program either right right um so you know I have to work with something and if your child is not trying to be um you know kosher with class or just wanting to be there in class then they're just they're they are a disruption so my biggest takeaway is um you know making that more clear and actually putting my foot down and you know hey, this is what happened last year. If you can't promise that it's going to be different this year, then unfortunately, you know, I can't have that. Right, mm-hmm. right. No, Just to keep, that. you know, positivity flowing. But the big thing is, another thing that I take away is that the program is needed. It's definitely, mm-hmm. definitely needed. Um, not just for the young ladies that I work with, but for young ladies all over Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can agree to that for sure. You know, um, Nikki Kerr, what would you have? I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, you know, I'm probably taking you back a little bit, but I just wanted to kind of ask you, how did you come up with the concept for SBI? Um, I can honestly, I, I mean, I feel like it's God given. Like, it's not something that I came up with. It was more so um, just a prayer that I had. If, you know, I don't want to be overly spiritual but that's just what it was um i remember being in jersey and just not really fully understanding what i was supposed to do with mm-hmm. you know knowing how to sew and you know the different skill set that i do have and uh these thoughts just kept you know coming and I just was like, okay, well, you know, if this is what it is, let me, you know. And so I spoke to someone and I had asked them if they could help hold me accountable for it because that was in 2020. And I was saying that, you know, I don't want 2021 to come and I'm still talking about it. 
So if you can hold me accountable, that would be greatly appreciated. I was held accountable and it came. And, you know, uh, like I said, it all stemmed from like my support system, um, how I grew up, the 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 love that I was shown um, and then my skill set as well. And my background experience, I've worked in management. So it's just like, I'm comfortable with addressing conflict. I'm comfortable with, you know, managing people. And that's kind of in a sense what I deal with. So be it. But my goal is for each young lady to join a program and come out a better version at the end of the six, seven, eight week course. Gotcha. Nice. Okay. Okay. Now, given the fact that this is probably going to be something that continues or something that we definitely would love to see continue that's for right. sure what would you say um what would you say you would do different like oh i know i know you said about putting your foot down so let's not double up on that obviously no 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 Somebody and i feel like with that that was more so up. just like uh um something that i learned um gotcha. like the gotcha. parents really love the program um, and you know, with kids, kids are only going to do what they, what you allow them to do. So that's not even like that big of a, a issue. That's just something that I took note of this summer and last summer, but something that I would do differently, I think would be to start the girls off sewing. So I have, I actually have a curriculum and, um, like I said, this, this summer, the, the course was shorter than last summer. And then for Patterson Park, there's where their course was, you know, two weeks shorter. So with the, with the time frame being different, you know, and not trying to monopolize anybody's summer, just taking that into account, um, what information can be retained by the young ladies and, um, you know, how soon they can start. So like they, they'll give me some like kickback about get going over rules and procedures and, um, you know, safety measures and everything. But then when you put them in front of the sewing machine, it's just like, Oh, so how are we supposed to do this again? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, you know, maybe not having that process, you know, too far apart. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess altering my curriculum so that it fits so that they have more time to work on their projects. We have more time to um, do more field trips or be ex- to be exposed to more things. Like this summer, they had a poet come in and she talked to them about spoken word. Um, but I really wanted to have someone come in and talk to them about self-defense. Um so, you know, just trying to see how much things, how many things I can fit in this short amount of time, but at the same time, be reasonable with what they can um, understand and digest. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'm about to say, I know I'm going to have to send some of this footage, you know, to our aunt, uh, our, our aunt down in uh, <laughs> Bamberg. You know, I'm pretty sure she'll be tickled. Right. Yeah, the kids and everything. Um, and how dope would that be to be able to take a field trip that takes a, a better part of a weekend or something like that? Right, and, right. You know, and so. that's the whole point. Like you said, you know, you would hope that it grows, and my my um, hope is for it to grow. But you know, of course, I won't be dealing with the same girls for the rest of my life. 
right, I right. So they age you know, out eventually. Yeah, they're going to age out eventually. But my my whole dream, I guess, is to have it where eventually um, it expands to the point where when these young girls are going into high school and they need like their first their first summer job or their first job, they can come back to me and say, hey, you know, because I'll have a company where I need people to sew or I need people to manage stuff or I need people to step in and do um, social media or, you know, marketing management and stuff like that where I can hire them and say, hey, you know, I know how you are. You know what, what is expected from you. You know what I expect. You know, you know how I operate. If you need a job, this is what it is, you know, and it's up to them to take it. So not just to provide developmental, um, like not to just do the developmental aspect, like within eight to 13, I say that, but the goal is to be impactful and like actually create different opportunities for all of the young ladies that I encounter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just because they are 14, oh, okay, now you can work now. Where's your workers permit? You know what I'm saying? Now I can actually hire you as an employee and still continue to groom you, but in a different aspect Mm -hmm. um, on a more professional level where, you know, with these young ladies, they're learning, you know, how to, navigate through emotions and how to communicate effectively so that they're not coming off too sassy or you know bratty or you know what I'm saying so things like that but it should be a whole a full circle thing yeah and I was I was just going to add if I could you know um the the whole aspect of being hired and earning experience at a young age really does a a wonder for setting someone up as far as having goals and it helps kind of fill that void of not knowing what to do with yourself once you you get 16, 17, 18 and you know the the more important thing that I was looking at well I ain't going to say the more important thing but one of the important things that I was looking at overall was when you're in high school community service is something that you can also benefit Mm -hmm. from and when you're talking about, you know, wanting to run these programs, wanting to not overextend yourself or others, now you can have stand-ins that can fill in places where you can't always be right. there. So you don't have to overly adjust your exactly. curriculum. Right. You have you have help, you have people that have been through the curriculum that can help show some of these younger ladies exactly what you taught her. Right. How to do, you know. So I thought that was a, a brilliant piece as well. You know, community service is important. It's great yeah. to be in high school and, and earn a check, even if it is only hundred and twenty dollars every week or whatever. <laughs> right, but you still um, need to have a certain amount of community service hours in order to graduate too. Seventy-five mm-hmm. hours, and I don't think it's going to change. You know, so right. Um, to be able to earn, you know, seventy-five hours or you know, doing something that you thoroughly enjoy doing or you right. know, something that, you know, um, working with people that you really enjoy working with, right. it's not, it doesn't feel as tedious and, you know. Right. And, and then, like you said, um, it gives them an idea of what they want to do and it helps them to set goals. And I feel like you would be surprised how many young people I talk to where they just don't know, like, what they want to do in life. 
they don't, don't know. I, I don't. I don't believe <laughs> I would be surprised. I mean, well, you know, I, I mean, mean, the I don't know if your viewers would, but it's just like you know. Absolutely. So it's where like, are you going here that don't know what they want to do with life? Exactly, right? and it's just like you know, you talk to these kids, and they're going to you know nice schools, or they're going to schools where they can make something of themselves. But when you sit there and ask them what brings joy to to them, like what 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 are you plan on doing with your your um. What do you plan on doing when you graduate high school? Oh, I don't know. I was I'm just going to work play, at Chipotle. Well, I was I'm just going to work on my that. tablet. I'm going to play right. on my tablet. I was going to, um, or is, it'll be like, well, um, I plan on, I plan on going to college. Okay. So where are you going to school for? Oh, um, what is it? What's the one that you do when you're not sure what you want to do? General Un- studies or something. Undecided. Undecided. Yeah. They actually have a degree of uh, not a degree, but they actually have a space for that. And it's just like, you know, even when it comes to that and helping someone navigate how to properly go about applying for schools, like school isn't for everyone, you know? Right. So it's just like, if it's not for you, don't just do it because that's what society is pushing you to do. Let's find a different way to get to a goal that you have. But first off, like you said, it helps them to identify a goal. Mm-hmm. instead of just saying oh you know mommy and daddy is taking care of me I don't really have to I don't have to worry about getting a job or you know they're not going to put me out when I turn 18 so That's I'm going to just be here my so kids it's just, definitely getting up out of here Listen, when the oldest turn 18 I'm putting the rest of them out too with her That's like, not how it works is. They your kids, yeah. no. You got I was about to say, they, I'm pretty sure they'll probably come on up here and be put to work. But <laughs> it's just, I think it's just really sad how uh, these children are being set up. Yeah. And well, well, I mean, it, it's 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 deeper than that. It's when you mm-hmm. say they're being set up, they're being set up to fall into debt. You yeah, know? and that's that's one of the things that it's kind of creepy about the government and hopefully we don't get shut down for telling on them like that. But it's like, you know, you preach and you, and you hamper down as, as a system on, you should go to college or you should go and do this. or you should go and do that. And the only way that you can actually do something is if now you have some sort of college accredited uh, degree or, you know, people and that's right. But then when you have a degree, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you'll fit the um, quote unquote requirements to get into a job that, you know, allows you to live comfortably. Absolutely. Absolutely. And And it's just like those requirements don't always mean that you have to have a doctorate, a master's, a bachelor's. Sometimes it's just basically it's strictly what you look like. And it's just like, you know, nobody's really, you know, discussing this mm-hmm. because it's why would I, you know, like, you know, they have they have statistics out there that say, oh, well, you know, people of color are being hired at all types of companies. But how high are they going in a court on a corporate ladder? Right. right. Often, they stop at a certain point. Hired? How often mm-hmm. are they being hired? And then it's just like, you know, not um, what. Like with the fashion industry, I talk about it all the time. Um, like I'll have people like, "Oh, well, did you? What about what about this company? Have you ever applied?" I didn't apply to almost every company there is to apply to you <laughs> multiple times, and 
it's just, you know, it's discouraging because it's just like, I know I have a lot to offer, but at the same time, I just don't fit that, that criteria that they want me to fit into mm-hmm. um, or fit those requirements that they feel is necessary. But then there are higher people like, you know, fit models and, and which is design, of course, but it's a competitive field. So I don't want to, you know, play victim. It is a competitive field, but at the same time, it's just like you apply to what 50 jobs come on now that's a lot you would think at least one i would be at least able to change the trash cans or you know what i'm saying like something right um, right well i so, don't know i think i think you know as a point you know and we could go on forever about the the disparaging things between the the hiring and the, you know what i'm saying the industries and, and so right forth but i was on. i was saying all that to say that's another reason as to why I wanted to do the program too. Gotcha. Um, you know, sometimes you have to create create the job that you want. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy working with the young ladies. You know, and it's just like you know, I've worked at places where it was it was cool, but it wasn't fulfilling. And I think that's the most important part: teaching people what fulfillment is and how to obtain it is, and what it, and what it looks like. You know, what it looks like, right? You might, you might not be, you know, knock on wood. You might not be successful at teaching a kid to find fulfillment or to, you know, uh, understand what fulfillment is. But you can show them how you're right. being fulfilled in your job. That's right. right. They can get that as a firsthand example. Right. And yeah. that's something that I do when I have my guests come in, like uh, the poet. Um, and last summer I had a lady that has her own manufacturing company in the fashion industry come in and talk about, you know, and these are all women of color excelling in their fields. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, speaking to young ladies of color that have yet to get there. So it's like I said, it's the whole point of the program is to make it full circle and to make it applicable to what it is that they are going through at this time. Oh, you know who would be great, you know, uh, Nikki Kerr to to introduce Sheree Jones to SheeJones.com to. No, who? Miss Latasha Gravely. You know, because not only. Did she teach? She taught um, in in um, New York. I wanted to say Flatbush or Brooklyn or something like that, but I'm not 100 percent certain. But she is a art teacher, an art specialist, and she has taught basically on every level, including oh wow, including the collegiate level. She was my introductory my introductory course in art, and full circle, right? The first, mm. the my first major art project was in her class, and it was a picture that I had drew in charcoal of you. Oh yeah. wow! And that crazy. I remember that picture. Yeah, I think I still have it somewhere. And then, additionally, when I moved from Maryland the second time around to come back to North Carolina, she played a pivotal role in me getting hired with her dad's company. As mm-hmm. her dad's an architect in Greensboro. You know, and we've been kind of, we've been, we've been maintaining really good contact, you know, throughout. Right. And Nikki worked for her for a little while. Yeah, oh, wow. I did like some volunteer um, work exactly. with her, which yeah, I enjoyed. I like, you know, she runs volunteer was, programs and stuff like that. Oh, no, but you know, I <laughs> know volunteer work, but which was still cool. I actually enjoyed 
you actually what? <laughs> she actually enjoyed working for her, and oh, I think I'm sorry. she was can you going hear me now? to. Uh, we yeah. can hear you now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was saying I actually enjoyed working for her program, and if I could have fit it into my work schedule, I probably would have kept doing it because it was actually something I enjoyed doing. Where, you know, kind of like you, Cherie, she she started a program out of her art shop because she has an art shop in Greensboro, mm-hmm. where she um, actually. Um, does poet nights and different nights and stuff like that. Oh, but nice. it's a coffee shop and she sells art supplies there. Uh, well, she has a program black that she would do. Black on. Yep, yep. And she would do like a program a couple times a week where she would have a busload of um, elder people come in from like a local nursing home. And that was kind of like right. their outing. And so she was going to teach a quick art course and they could Mm -hmm. like, and I was basically helping them draw, you know, with the painting and, you know, helping make sure that they were good with their paint and stuff like that. So it was pretty fun. I liked it. Nice, nice, nice. And yeah, so a lot of, a lot of the parents do come up to me and ask if it's something that I offer for adults. And I feel like just from maybe May to now, um, Mm -hmm. I've had, Maybe like 10 people ask if I do different types of sewing lessons for adults. So that's something that, you know, I'm kind of curious to see how that will work out. Being so I do have, so be it. Um, but I know, but doing it on a different aspect, because I feel like, I feel like, I don't want to say I feel like, but it seems as if a lot of people are really trying to dive into self-development. And just be better at, um, you know, showing up for themselves. Right. Putting their best foot forward and everything like that. And everybody doesn't come from that background where that's taught. And sometimes the first time they get introduced to um, self-development or professional development, um, personal development, is at work. Their first Mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty sad. So, like, if you can... If you well, can I mean, them. I would say sad, but I would definitely say, you know, um, it's definitely one of those things is a missed opportunity for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, I should say. There you go. It's unfortunate because, you know, you can't, you can't, you have no control over your environment for the most part if you're being brought up that way. But it's unfortunate because like you said it's people uh, there are adults out here that are still struggling with what it is they're trying to do in life honestly i'm one of them you know i'm, I'm know not gonna say to listen i'm successful in life you know to to you know a degree like i I understand what life is. I understand what it's like to have success in a workplace and stuff like that. But it's the aspect of what you call fulfillment. fulfillment. Yeah. You know, I haven't met sure. that yet. So let me t- let me tell you, if you ask Nikki Kurt what she wanted to eat tonight, she don't know. She don't know mm-hmm. anything. I do. I want to eat Mission Barbecue. We talked about this earlier. Oh, Cut no. it out. Mm-hmm. But no, it's. I think it's. I think it's. Um, it's unfortunate because we get sold a lot of false hope to you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just like, we, we have it. no, huh? We buy it. It's not yeah, so much we, that we, we get sold. It's, it's we buy we into buy it, it. And it's just Correct. like, no, you know, let's be realistic. You know, what are you capable of doing? Are mm-hmm. you good at it? If you're not good at it, what are you doing to, you know, develop? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, you know, because you honestly, I get tired of seeing people that, you know, have stuff and it's just not, you know, oh, I can do this and I can do this. And it's just like, okay, but how long have you been doing this? Um, Have you been doing it for a long time? And this is not to knock anybody's hustle. But I think the difference between someone being successful at what they do is the level of confidence that they have in themselves Mm -hmm. and just going here with it. Because you see people out there that just can sell anything Mm -hmm. versus someone that is, you know, talented. And it's just like, well, I would buy your stuff if I would. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's the level of confidence. And I think that goes back to the program. Like, you know, you can do anything you want to do, but you have to put yourself out there and be okay with whatever backlash you get. You have to be okay with whatever negativity you get. As long as you can show up for yourself and speak on it. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to speak up for you. I don't care what it is you're doing. I don't care if you think you're the best basketball player and everybody else thinks you're the worst. You better show up for yourself. Hold your head up high. And that's something that I would tell my girls when they were practicing their walk. I would tell them, like, I'm not asking you to do no twirls, no, you know, no dramatics. I'm not asking you to do that. I want you to practice walking into your classroom for fall with your head held high. Some of you guys are, or some of my ladies were top of their class. Some of them were juggling basketball camp and bridge programs. Um, Like, they just have so much stuff, so many, so many things like working in their favor, but their confidence was just like, like, why is it so low? And so you asked me what my favorite part of the show is. It's to hear what they've learned, but at the same time, it's to see that exude from them and to see everybody be inspired by eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, all the way up to 13. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, you would think um, motivational speakers are older, but these young ladies encourage and inspire some of the adults that sit right within that that showcase. That's right. Okay. If you haven't heard about the Anchor app, it's the easiest way for you to make a podcast or listen to one. Let me explain. The first big thing about it is free. It only costs you a little bit of time. Then they have these creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. So you remember that mass communication class that you skipped out on? You should be fine. You can do this from your own phone or your own computer or tablet or what have you. Now, after you've done that, the Anchor app will distribute your podcast for you. That way you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms that they have available. Now, it's everything that you need just so that you can make a podcast in one place. And the most important thing is you can make money off this job. And you don't have to have any real large groups of listenership. It says no minimum listenership. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you there. Yo, it's Haiki Ike, and you're listening to my song, F*** With Me, out now on all platforms.
Cherie Jones LLC is a black owned business. And with that, I do quite a few things as far as print production for t-shirts, alterations, custom garments are, are what I'm really known for, uh, and uh, flat pattern technical design. And this summer I'll be hosting a So Be It program from June 29th to August 21st for girls ages eight to 13. It's a developmental program, um, not just a sewing program. So they'll learn all types of skills that they can tap into to use right then and there for this upcoming school year, how to, you know, talk to the parents and just communicate with their parents. So that's that. I can be found on Facebook, Sheree Jones, LLC. And that's Sheree, S-H-E-R-I-E, Jones. Um, on Instagram, same thing, Sheree Jones underscore. And the website, www.sheriejones.com. Cash app, dollar sign, Sheree C. Jones. Well, look, we do have to get ourselves oh, sorry. situated. No, it's all good. Like, we thoroughly enjoyed the conversation just as much as we thoroughly enjoyed the program and the growth mm-hmm. of the program and we love seeing its trajectory and so forth and so yes. on. Yes. You know, Thank you for um, being a resource to the community. For sure. No problem. Yeah. And we, we want to give you an opportunity first and foremost to, to accept your flowers. Something that I, I took away from you know um, my trip, my overall trip you know was eye opening not just you know cooking for my sister or being witness being witness to the kids and everything like that it was an eye opener because i I visit my dad every time i go home you know our dad whenever you know every time i go home and i don't want to weigh my children or you know anyone for that matter from giving me flowers while i'm here and you know in in retrospect that was something that i thought of i was like well why didn't we take enough time to give dad flowers when he was here you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i don't i don't want to miss an opportunity also to when we have guests on to give them their flowers as well while they're here yeah. because yeah. that's something within a community that is catching fire and it should and then there's also something that i see within our community that you know it's so easy to to cast a negative shade you know what I mean? Over over something so so um, prominent or something that's growing and developing like this program. Right. So I want I want to take time to give you your flowers now. And if there's anything that you know um, that you want to plug, take the opportunity to go ahead and, and shout out whoever you want to. You know, drop your cash app. You know, so that we can. Right. Um, 
Oh, okay. So I'll do that. Uh, I did want to piggyback off what you said. Oh, I wanted to piggyback off of what you said about um, giving daddy his flowers. I feel like um, he knew thoroughly that he was loved. Sure. And that in itself is a flower in itself. Because you'd be surprised how many family members are out here that don't receive love. So I don't doubt that, you know, of course you can always give more. You always feel like you can do more. But I do think he was appreciative of what was given to him and just, you know, being able to spend time with him and, um, you know, just be in his presence. But I do want to shout out or just say thank you to everybody that supports the Soul Be It program, everybody that, you know, supports me, people that have donated, um, whether it was their time, monetary, um, fabrics, advice, encouragement. I want to say thank you to all of those people, all of my parents, all of my students, um, and people that just support from a distance. And um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Sheree Jones underscore um, website, ShereeJones.com. And if for any types of inquiries, you can feel free to reach out, send an email to info at ShereeJones.com. Hey, there we go. And what she did forget, she wanted to also send a shout out to the people that cook salmon for her and her program. <laughs> And for all of the cooks, all for the all cooks. the people that, oh, for um, my girl that worked my merch table Saturday, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my um, my salmon specialist, That's uh, right. macaroni and cheese specialist, green bean specialist. We have the same meal, but you know the people love it. So if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it. Uh, so go. yeah, and for everybody that that uh, that were you know special guests, I had some friends, some new friends come and join or come and you know visit. So that was a that was a treat for me. And for any future guests that I'll have help out at the program, there you go. Just we shout out to them. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity to you know be brought onto this platform. And for y'all to share me with your friends and all of your listeners and your cruisers, is you that's what you call them? Your cruisers. We haven't, we haven't yeah. decided yet. You like cruisers? Cruisers is cool. We've been saying voyages, cruises, everything. Mm, yeah, just like, anything we, that travel. We're gonna let them <laughs> decide for themselves. So we're gonna work on our end to tap in with with uh, Latasha Gravely because, I, like I said, I think that would be a, a bomb connection to to forge. Um, shout out to dude that decided he was gonna wear hoochie daddy shorts. Oh lord! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I gotta fill y'all in on that, but oh, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So guys, there's this. I mean, there's not a lot left to be said. You know, overall, I like I said before, enjoyed the program. I constantly enjoy, you know, seeing kids thriving a element, even when it wasn't originally their element. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I love seeing that. Um, I like to see Nikki Kurt light up when her kids are doing something that that she might might deem as remarkable. But even though I know that this is already in them, you know what I mean? They get it from somebody. They get it from us. You know what I mean? So, um, but to see them manifest something that they've worked hard to to pr- produce and mm-hmm. you know work under tutelage to get it right, you know, it's always a, a, a blessing to see that. You know, but guys, one thing that I did want you to remember is that you just had an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy A Hota. 
and your Gazero Nikki Khan. That's right. And our extra special guest, Miss Cherie Jones.com. Cherie. Here, <laughs> Here <laughs> on anchor.fm. Peace, right, Voyager. So-